Welcome to Cowgirl Talk, where we empower you to live authentically through real food, real talk, and real life. Brought together by our love of cows. We're your hosts, Emily, a farmer and rural-ish girly from Wisconsin. Haley, a food blogger and dairy farmer's daughter from New York. And Emily, a dairy lover and personal trainer living in Florida. Welcome to episode five of Cowgirl Talk. We are so excited because we are going to be talking all things basic fall bitches today. (laughs) We are all very basic when it comes to the fall and we actually have a special guest who will be coming on. Haley will be introducing her later, but we're going to be talking about all things fall, fall fun, but also tying in a little bit of our love of dairy and cattle and cows. So it's going to be a very fun episode. But as always, let's jump right into our happy crappies first. Um, Emily, why don't you share with us first? All right. So last week, my happy was my brother moved down here and we were going to be able to do a Halloween party and we went. It was so much fun. And I guess that's my happy, but also kind of building on that, I posted videos on Instagram and TikTok of me dressed up as Amanda Bynes, as she's the man. And those videos are blowing up it's kind of overwhelming tiktok's over 3 million views now instagram's over 2 million views now and this is random but if anyone listening watches the british bake-off the great british bake-off show one of the guys who was a finalist on one of the recent seasons sandro he commented on it and i sent it to my sisters and they were so excited so i guess you know that's a random kind of happy leading into my crappy though sunday was a pretty nasty hangover which was my own doing so well it's the consequences of my own decisions but not not too bad at all Hollow weekend fun i think a lot of people were in the same boat as you uh as far as hurting for certain (laughs) but you literally do look just like um amanda bynes viola It, it was I'm a celebrity. You guys have a celebrity on the podcast now. (laughs) Well, our group text that we have of all of us, I think on Sunday, we are all mentioning our hangover a little bit. So yeah, because you did you have a birthday hangover? I so I wasn't actually that hungover. Well, just kidding. I mean, one drink could make me hungover the next day because I'm a weenie like that. But um, no, I was my happy was actually all of my birthday celebrations because I am the type of person that was like treat yourself on your birthday and it was a whole weekend that I made out of it so Friday night we got a good steak dinner which was incredible I am a steak girly for life and it was really delicious where did you go um we went to this place called the Dell Bar which is in the Wisconsin Dells okay I actually story time I wanted to go to this place called Ishnala, which is only open seasonally and I thought it was going to still be open by then and like the vibes there are immaculate it's on the lake gorgeous overlooking stuff and they were closed and so that was slightly disappointing but the Del Bar we went there and had a really good steak dinner and then Saturday we went to the well, we didn't go to the actual football game, but we went down to Madison for the Ohio State Badger football game and went to the bar. So that's where the hangover came in. But I will probably talk about this on another episode. I'm like not the biggest drinker anymore. I take shots and like maybe a shot every hour or like every like very often or not very often throughout the night. I'm not like a mixed drink girly anymore. Is really. That- the most bang for I feel your like buck. When I'm like, oh yeah, I take shots. Like that's like slightly hard. 
Yeah, it's like, I don't drink, but if I do, it's shots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I was slightly hang- hungover from that, but um, yeah. what was your- my crappy, yeah, my crappy um, is actually the fact that it's freaking cold here in Wisconsin. It went from last week it was 65, and today it was 23 when I went outside this morning. Did you have is- snow? We got snow yesterday. It snowed enough that we couldn't combine and harvest, but we don't have snow left on the ground right now. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Not fun. But I am trying to put myself in the mindset of not being so upset about the cold in the winter and trying to embrace the fact that it's a cozy season. So I'm like focusing on my winter wellness routine already of like what I'm going to do to make sure I'm not sad all winter and stuff. So I'm trying to think positive. I just was not prepared for this cold to come. Yes, I feel you here in New York. We had snow this morning, just like a little dusting. And um, Shmem and I, obviously being in cold climates and Emily's in Florida. So her and I talk often about like our mindset going into these terrible winter months. And I even sent her like a meme yesterday and it's people desperately trying to romanticize winter. And it was like the 90s Disney like winter scenes and it's like look how cute and it's like yes we need to like accept and look at winter this way is like this cute cozy season and talk about the yeah. verbiage um so we're really trying to hold each other accountable to that but yeah it's it's cold here too in new york um my happy is i have a lot of exciting things coming up with my brand she likes milk i have new merch being released soon i got that in the mail yesterday it's so cute so a lot of exciting stuff there i've got a new project launching soon I'm doing a Thanksgiving series, so I'm, like, just really happy in my zone getting geared up for all the holiday content. I'm, like, vibing hardcore. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Oh, I'm yeah. loving it. Um, the crappy is, though, I have, like, a month's worth of content to shoot in, like, a week and a half, and the weather is very gray, and that makes a challenge to shoot a lot of content. Like, the other day, I literally had to have all the lights on in my house because it was so dark so i'm praying the weather cooperates and we just get our shit done so all good well as you are a food blogger now i've always had the question of how do food bloggers always get the perfect lighting do you always cook in the spot where the sun hits directly because i try to film a video and i just don't have sun directly hitting my stovetop and videos like yours it's always the perfect lighting i'm like how the fuck do they do this it's so weird like i do set up um we have we're in like a little late cottage so we have a lot of windows so i literally set up a little work studio in front of the window so i'm literally like carrying frying pans and pots over to the table back and forth and then back to the oven and whatnot it's a it's a production but it also like changes with season too like as the sun moves so i'll turn like I know it's getting winter and fall because I start shooting more where natural light hits in this part of the counter. It's just so weird, but I don't like artificial lighting. It's just not my vibe. So I literally have to work with mother nature on getting that shot. (laughs) Also on your happy of projects and then we can move on. But I know on Insta, you talked about potentially opening, not potentially like opening a storefront, a brick and mortar thing with your brand and I don't know how much you can talk about it, but I'm about to visit New York and just stay there for a week so I can just live in your yeah, store. Yeah, that's my long-term goal that like came up in a and a I did in my stories. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I worry about social media maybe being volatile or whatnot, so I would love to have a brick and mortar, but 
Um, yeah, I'm working on a business plan. I know Shmem is too for a similar projects. So we're both in our business plan era of getting that loan and securing. I have the spot picked out and all my, I have all the fun stuff done, like what the interior is going to look like and what we're going to sell and all that. But yeah, a little dairy store is just the goal. I can just, I'm visualizing manifestation, visualize myself driving to my store, where my office is going to be. Got to manifest the shit out of those goals. <laughs> Well, I'm going to visit both of y'all then at your stores and just have so much fun. I'm just so excited thinking about all of this. Big goals. They're big goals, but they're so fun. Yeah, I'm working on my store business plan too. And it's the vibes I have for it. Like we have a Pinterest board all set up. My dad is an engineer. So he is doing like the actual like drawings and stuff for it. And then I'm actually working with the business school at UW-Madison. They have a couple student programs that are helping with it. So actually in our very first episode, when we were talking at how I was down in Madison meeting with the business school, that's what it was about was meeting about my store plans. Y'all are making moves. It's like all the fun stuff is fun to work on. Like what's the interior going to be like? All and then the not so fun stuff of applying. Like, Oh, we have yeah. to sell stuff now and taxes yeah. and property. Well, and that's why I'm working with the business school because like the financial stuff I hate, 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 hate. And so they're helping with that stuff, which is incredible. If you're listening and you're a numbers girly, go off. Like, that's a flex. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Y'all let us know. Are you a numbers girl? Mm -hmm. Me? Um, no. I hire people (laughs) to help me with that. Um, I could probably figure it out, but like y'all, I like the creative side of things more. And of course, more of the project planning, which yes, includes numbers, but the fun creative side of it, coming up with the ideas and the people side, and then the number side, it's kind of like, oh, this is not so fun. But that actually, I mean, will be a perfect lead in into the guests that we're going to have later today, because I bet she has all the insight into this. And I'm so curious to know what her favorite part is of running a business, least favorite part, because they do online and in person. So we're just going to have so much fun conversation about that today as well. We're going to dive into our episode. This is our first episode having guests on and we're really making it hard for other guests to live up to with who we have. We have three awesome guests here today. (laughs) Yeah. Claudia and Dale from (laughs) Eric Park Girls. He's very tired now. Can't deal with an interview. Um, So yeah, we thought it'd be the perfect time. They just finished up a really successful and busy pumpkin season and we figured this would be the perfect time to learn a little bit more about them but I guess I'll just kick it off ask each of you to um, give an introduction about yourselves individually so my name is Evelyn I'm the oldest New York farm girl Um, I'm 20 I always forget my age (laughs) 23 24 so bad Um, so I work on our family's dairy farm I went to school for animal science and I work like completely on the cow side of things. That's where I'm at now. And then in the fall, I go to the farm in the mornings and I'm there for like maybe an hour, hour and a half, really not long, but I try to get all my jobs done. And then I run back down to the pumpkin patch and help manage that with Claudia, my mom and dad. 
that's pretty much me. And I'm Claudia, the middle daughter, middle sister, <laughs> and the middle sister um, of NY Farm Girls. I'm 22 years old. I We all kind of worked through high school at the farm, and then I went off to school at Univers- University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I stayed there for a year, realized it wasn't really what I wanted to pursue is getting a degree in agribusiness. So I came home and started working on our agribusiness of the pumpkin farm and also kind of more on the crop side of our dairy farm. So I work kind of beside my dad and help him with planting season, harvest season, everything in between. And then, like Evelyn said, we're kind of just devoting our fall life to the pumpkin farm, September, October. (laughs) Awesome. And the third guest I was saying is Dale Evelyn Springer's Daniel dog. Um, mm-hmm. um, but can you guys give us like a business overview for anyone that might be not familiar with New York Farm Girls or Tim's Pumpkin Patch? Like how many cows you guys milk? You have a big crop operation. We even see you guys grow asparagus. Like just give us the full rundown on your business operation. Yeah. So basically, um, we started feeding calves at our family's farm and. Um, we just wanted a place to post like what we were doing. So we started New York Farm Girls. Me, Claudia, and JoJo started that. So it's like completely separate from the farm. And so we're working still on our family's 500 cow dairy farm. We have how many crops? What, how many acres? Um, 1,800. 1,800 acres of hay, corn, soybeans, wheat, everything. Good. Oh, um, <laughs> you can like our outside of things. <laughs> Um, so we do that and then New York Farm Girls on top of that and then the pumpkin farm, which is seventy acres of pumpkins. Seventy acres of pumpkins and it's our thirty seventh season. Um, it's our ninth year with NY Farm Girls, so um pretty exciting. Uh then the pumpkin farm, like I said, I mean it's only open a couple months out of the year. We might try to expand it in the coming years to be a little more of um a year round kind of business, but so yeah, we just um and then in the off season for the pumpkin farm, we've got asparagus, we sell sweet corn, um just have like a little roadside stand for um, you know, just to keep it kind of going a little bit more than y'all just- thought you weren't busy enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also started doing events during the spring because we got bored and we we're like, we need to start doing more with the pumpkin match. So we did like baby animal day dairy day and then claudia this year wants to do like a sweet corn fest That's my dream i want to do a sweet corn fest so bad <laughs> you'll have to come to wisconsin then there's a town nearby that has a sweet corn festival and you can come and get some inspo oh my gosh have I you been that. to it that sounds fun yeah literally they like have a stand where they have sweet corn going around on a like clothesline and dunking it in butter and then it comes oh my out God. yeah it's incredible love that awesome. All right, so you guys just wrapped up pumpkin season. Can you give a day in the life of pumpkin season overview and then also when you're not working at Tim's Pumpkin? Yeah, um, me and Claudia have very different lives, I would say. Not very different, but, like, the way our routine goes is a lot different in the fall. Um, so you can start with yours. Okay, so I open up the – we have a gift store and bakery, so that's kind of my job is in the morning I – um, open up. We open at nine, so I can get there anytime between like seven and eight. And then um, I open up the store, um, kind of um, by myself for the first couple of hours until Evelyn gets there. Um, we've got a lot of field trips during the fall, so we've got a you know a few hundred kids coming in um, our farm every day. 
It's pretty fun. And then I'm just kind of dealing with the public all day, every day for those eight weeks. We don't, we're we're like joke. We're like, well, maybe we can each have like one day off a week and it never happens, but (laughs) it's all fun. And then in the off season, when it's busy out, I, you know, I kind of, whatever the season is, either I'm mowing hay or um, harvesting with my dad, whatever it is, kind of just following his, he's like my boss. So just kind of, you know, whatever he tells me to do, I just do it um, until the season's over. And in my free time, when we're not doing anything, I just bake bread all day. <laughs> That's my <laughs> other hobby. <laughs> Are you also planning a wedding? Um, Evelyn's like making fun of me. I've not done a really good job of wedding planning yet. <laughs> I need to get on yeah, it. Yeah, whenever I try to be like, oh, so like, do you want to like start? It's like, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the other day how it's so hard to transition from like the fall season into November because especially for Claudia, like when we're done, it's going from like having that like you have nine to whatever time we get done. To, like, be like, okay, so what do I do now? Because, like, <laughs> it's the same for me, too. Because, like, when I get done with the farm, I'm just like, all right. guess I can just go, like, make content or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, such a different life. Well, you go from, I feel like, extreme busyness to you're going, not that your routine's mundane, but you go back to your, like, same thing you do every day. You're not having the extreme activities yeah. you have to do. For sure. It's definitely, like... I don't know. We have a hard time with that transition. Your daily routine. <laughs> yeah, my daily routine in the fall. Um, I Like, Mondays and Tuesdays, I have to get up to the farm by 6, so I'm up there earlier. And then I work um, until... I try really fast because I feel bad for Claudia down there alone with, like, the waves of school buses coming in. I'm like, get down there. So I'm, like, rushing around usually at the farm trying to get everything done. And then I usually am done by 10, 10 in the morning, and then I come down to Pumpkin Patch, and I help her in the bakery with all that. Usually it's, like, not chaos, but it's pretty crazy up there by then, so I just kind of hop in and help her with that. And then in the off-season, it's the same thing. Like, I'm up there in the morning till like, lunchtime, and then the afternoons, like, I get all my jobs done by lunchtime, so I don't really know what to do after that so you just make it up. we're still trying to figure that out yeah. Claudia and I have some new business ideas to keep yeah. ourselves more busy in the off season <laughs> well we're excited to hear about that in the future I guess <laughs> yeah okay still- so our next question we were talking earlier in the introduction about how we're all kind of basic fall bitches and so <laughs> our question for you guys as so your pumpkin patch started with your dad correct mm-hmm and so when you transition to you guys being more involved how do you make it more of the aesthetic for people our age versus maybe the aesthetic of what your dad had in the past not that your dad like obviously built a very successful business but having the fall aesthetic nowadays I feel like is such a vibe that you have to achieve especially for social media yeah I feel like they didn't really have to change much like (laughs) So my dad's, like, a really creative person, so, like, everything around here just looks so cute, and, like, it's not, like, that perfectly polished pumpkin patch, but I feel like on social media, like, we know, like, how to take good pictures, so we're, like, mm-hmm. putting our drinks in front of the pumpkins, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh my god, I have to come out and get that. We did have a goal this year of having, like, 10 photo ops. Like, I think that was one of our biggest goals, like, to have, like, we have, like, 
specific spots where you're like where people would get inspired to take more pictures because they're taking more pictures and they're posting them online. And then of course all of the drinks that we were making, I think inspired a lot of people to like. They're like, we drove four hours to get it, and she's like, I don't even like pumpkin flavored, but I want it for my Instagram. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like, like Evelyn said, we've kind of, like, stayed, we stayed the same, but just adding, like, a couple more things that gear more Mm -hmm. towards, like, the millennial area, and, yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z. Yeah, aren't y'all Gen Z? Yeah. (laughs) The photos of the shakes and stuff that you made, I'm like, do I hop on a plane to come out (laughs) to New York just to consume this? Uh, Yeah, I should. Yeah, everything looks really absolutely fun. incredible thank you Audrey came up with the shake idea I was really proud of her for that yeah <laughs> and I love that you mentioned your dad being creative because I of course have followed you on social forever I've met you in person but there has been so many cool evolvements of what y'all have shown on social media and how you've kind of gotten involved in so many different areas right and so from the start of when y'all started New York Farm Girls, and like you said, coming up on nine years, coming up with a 10-year anniversary, that's so exciting. <laughs> and obviously, y'all were so young when you started that, from starting it when you were younger and really just using it kind of as a fun outlet, getting on social media to now. I would love for y'all to kind of share the evolution of New York Farm Girls, of maybe what it started as and what you've wanted it to grow into and how even your approach to it has changed, along with just juggling that. because. Agriculture is a very busy profession to be in. And how do you navigate that time of what do we actually want to show? How do we make a business out of that? All of the the juicy details, because what y'all ladies have done is insanely impressive. And I know I'm what, like seven years older than y'all, but even I'm impressed, right? And what y'all have done is really, really cool. And I think so many ladies and people in general would be really interested in how y'all have had that evolved into something so awesome. Yeah, so I think, like you said, when we started, we were so young. We didn't really know what it could ever be, or we had no, like, we're going to make a business out of this. We're we just were like, so <laughs> 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 we're just like, we're just going to post pictures because we were sick of our friends being blasted with them on our personal pages. They were sick of it too. Yeah, they were sick of it. <laughs> they didn't care about what we were posting. And like at that age, like we did realize, like we kept seeing like negative things about the dairy industry on social media and we're like well let's just like post about what we do and like show them that that's not what happens and we did start off with that we were like totally like we're gonna show all those vegans how it really is like that was our mindset like for a long time probably for like we a few years like arguments like online arguments until like you know the wee hours on school nights <laughs> where my mom's like okay time to go to bed and we're like oh my god <laughs> yeah with the vegans online and that was like our phase the, one. Yeah, that was phase one where we were just like gung ho against vegans. That was like our main goal. And then as like we did it for longer, like that's like really exhausting. So we're just gonna switch to like more of like a day in the lifestyle. Just like yeah, like this is how we do it, and you can tell us you don't like it, but we don't care. We kind of like explain what we're doing during the day, but not so much as like a preaching vibe, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're like you know. The- what we do this is what farmers do and then people can watch it if they're wondering how farmers do things they watch us and they're like okay like if I had any questions we do like a lot of you know like the hard topics Evelyn will still do like about like the calves and stuff because that is what people are wondering but we're not like 
you know, the PSA. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's what we do now is more like day in the lifestyle. It's which, exhausting. Oh my God, it's so much better. And we've been able to grow a lot more because people like are really interested in our lives. And they're not just following the like figure out more about the dairy industry. Like they're actually like involved in their life. And we meet people in person and they know everything about us. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I think that's so cool just of how y'all have learned to kind of protect your own peace and create some boundaries as well, more so changing into take it or leave it of you're not trying to convince anyone's mind who is not going to change their mind, but just showing this is what we do. It's authentic. It's real. And it's so interesting how y'all have been able to unintentionally, I mean, right, educate people about pumpkins, about asparagus, about <laughs> dairy, but also, again, doing it in a daily vlog style of way. And so it's so cool how y'all have a couple different angles into social media. And I do think, as y'all have said, that is why people become so invested because y'all really do allow people to get to know you. And I know sometimes it's probably annoying and creepy and there's a lot of weirdos on the internet. I know Shmem just made a reel about creepy old men who love <laughs> to target ladies in agriculture. But other than that, and this is kind of a loaded question because I know there's so many tips for someone who is in the space of wanting to potentially start a page or even just trying to figure out what type of content they like, or even maybe how to turn it into something they can monetize. Is there, again, it's loaded question, but is there advice or even maybe just a first step on how to get started to potentially creating the path that y'all did with your business? Yeah, I would just say like make content that you like first and like see where that goes because I like try to go the YouTube route and like force myself to do it and I absolutely hated it. And so I just put my energy, instead of doing that, I put my energy in like fun reels and TikToks and I like really like making those. So it's really about doing what you like and then from there like observe your audience and see like what you're doing that they like also and kind of like go around and, you know, change that. But for me, that's what it is. Cause I cannot go, I'm not inspired if I'm not doing what I'm like, like doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also it's not like if you're posting a lot of videos and they're not getting a lot of likes or you're not getting like, you know, the growth that you were expecting you're going to get. Sometimes it is so random when you're going to blow up. Like, you know, you're, you post like the dumbest, quickest video and it gets millions of likes reviews like we've had that happen and we're just like we spend so much time on these other videos so much stress thinking about what our followers are gonna like and then this one video blows up you're like okay i guess i can post whatever i want like it doesn't yeah. you know <clears throat> it's funny we were just having that conversation before chatting with y'all i know we've all probably had some viral videos i had a video randomly go viral about me dressing up as amanda Bynes, and she's the man and it's just blown up. I know Haley's had some videos blown up with recipes. Shmem, I'm sure you've had some videos blow up as well. But with your page, what would y'all say has been maybe one of the most random like videos that has unintentionally blown up? Well, I know Claudia can tell the, our first blow up video, but Jesus. <laughs> it's so funny. But mine randomly was like the Sleeping Your Dead series I used to do with the cows. Like I would be like, oh, is this cow sleeping your dead? And like, People love that. I should keep doing it. But then TikTok would take my videos down because they thought the cows were actually dead. I'm like, yeah, it's like my series is so good. People think it's dead. What were you talking about? When I would go up to the cows. No, for mine. Oh, the camo one. Oh, oh, so we had had our TikTok page like 
in 2019 and i just had it like for a personal like i was just like posting whatever i wanted so cringy like i don't <laughs> even know i was like my uh senior or something in high school i posted this video about like my ex and like how he cheated on me with this girl and the girl is such a weirdo and it blew up and that's how we got like our <laughs> that's how we got like our start on tiktok i'm like this is like it happened for a reason apparently like this is awesome yeah so that's like how I feel like our first, like our first, like probably twenty thousand followers on TikTok were from the one video. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, like, we, like it doesn't <laughs> even have to be something that you're like, you know, you post about all the time. It can be a random part of your life. It doesn't have to be something that you spent so much time and stress thinking about. It can be a random ten you second video. Stress about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. about that situation. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, and I need man. It's yeah. it's something that as well I think is important of like you said I think there is strategy with social media right I mean Shmem you are a social media strategist so even for you Shmem how do you find the balance of helping your clients as well of finding the balance of hey post random shit because it's funny and you never know where it'll go but also like having some direction with it well it's hard because my clients are all corporate businesses so they can't really post the most random stuff so that there's a lot more strategy behind that because. They're not going to just post, like, a video talking about their ex and blow up because they can't really do that. But on, on the subject of random videos blowing up, we just had a YouTube short of ours. So I was talking earlier off the podcast about, like, my Instagram is for the girls and our YouTube is more farm content. And this YouTube short, the back end story behind it is it was Mean Girls Day, so I was wearing pink. And I posted a, like a video of me unloading a truck of soybeans and it has blown up because all these men are like, oh my God, you're wearing pink on the farm and you're wearing pink shorts and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, it's literally athletic shorts and a t-shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> you're freaking out about it. So yeah, you'll just have like things like that, that it's, I mean, it's worked out in our favor because we've gotten a lot of new subscribers, but I'm also like, <laughs> I'm wearing athletic shorts and a t-shirt. Shut up. <laughs> But. People just want to stay pressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, other than blowing up randomly on social media and really with the videos that we always don't want to, Evelyn and Claudia, y'all obviously are sisters. You have another sister. You have a whole family dynamic that you're managing when being on the farm, with being in the pumpkin patch, and even navigating your relationship as sisters with social media events, different things like that. And We've always talked about, well, this is only our fifth episode when I say we've always talked about, but a few times <laughs> on this podcast, we've talked about how, you know, a lot of agricultural businesses, a lot of farms and ranches are family owned and operated. And that's awesome. But also there's a side to that, that sometimes working with family and managing that dynamic can be tricky. And it's not always sunshine and rainbows. I mean, y'all are amazing. I'm sure a lot of times it can be fun, but how do y'all manage that? Like working year round, working really long days with your family. And then also it looks like Claudia is giving Evelyn the side eye on this. But also that managing your roles as sisters and kind of sometimes trying to keep that separate as well. Yeah, well, we have a very lucky situation. Our mom is actually a therapist, social worker. And poor farmers. Poor farmers. So like her main job is going to farms that aren't, getting along with each other and helping them get along with like strategies and stuff like that. So 
She, um, anytime we have a problem, we just go to her and we're like, how should we talk to this person about this? And she gives us a good idea of how to talk to them, how to make it go good instead of just going at them and screaming at them or being passive aggressive. And she teaches us how to do that. And because of that, we get along really well. And if we're not getting along, like I remember in the bakery, like a few weeks ago, Claudia and I were just like at each other for like a day, <laughs> a whole day. And that never happened. So Claudia came over to me and she's like, I don't like when you say this to me. And it can be that simple. Just going up to someone and being like, I don't like when you do this. And you still hated me, so it doesn't yeah. really work. But, <laughs> no. but it was just like communication, like with me, Claudia, and JoJo was really big. Like we're good at that. And then my parents are really good at it. And then at the farm, they're not good at it. So my mom has taught us how to like kind of force them to communicate. Like if they're being passive aggressive to us, which happens a lot, we just call them out. We're like, hey, is something wrong? Because I feel like you ha- like have something wrong with me because you've been this or whatever. So we've been trained by my mom, yeah. <laughs> which is very That's such a good resource to have, though. Yeah, it's really nice. And it goes throughout all aspects in our lives, including yeah. our relationships with anybody we have. Yeah, so. I feel like also we we get along like as sisters, I say probably 98% of the time. Yeah. And we're working together every day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But it's really all down to like the communication thing. Like if we're not getting along, we just tell each other. You're being why. really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really it's really simple. That's amazing. And for anyone listening, I think just goes to show of have the uncomfortable conversations because it can be really awkward at the time or it might be like, oh, it just feels like you punched me in the gut. But then it can lead into a really awesome dynamic that allows you to enjoy life, but also potentially run a business together. And as y'all have a dairy farm as one of your main businesses, we thought it would be fun and maybe not fun for y'all because you're in it every single day, but fun to ask the questions directly to dairy farmers. And one of the questions that all three of us were very curious about of y'all have a lot of pumpkins, right? I mean, you just said there's just so many acres of pumpkin. And so what do you do with all the leftover pumpkins? Is this something that you can tie back into your other businesses, other operations? Yeah. So for one, we do a lot of donations throughout the year. Um, So like organizations will reach out to us and we've donated like hundreds of pumpkins this year to like tons of different things like schools, cancer um, organizations, all these different things. And then that's one way to get rid of them. Also, animals love pumpkins. We feed a lot to our pigs. We have um, one of the attractions at the pumpkin patch are these 600-pound pigs. They're huge. <laughs> like, they're humongous. So, we... Should we, put a on one next year. I'm scared of them. <laughs> so, that is... We feed a lot to the animals. And then we used to feed a lot to the dairy cows, and we still do sometimes, but it's just hard to, like, transport them all from the field. But we feed as much as we can to, like, the farm animals as well because... There is good vitamins in them, and they love how they taste. Isn't that a natural dewormer? I read that somewhere, yeah. I've heard someone call that out as well, that it's not. It's not? (laughs) No, I think I saw another ag account. I can't remember exactly who, but I did not read enough of the caption to give you my claim. I'm, like, barely a believer anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. So basically, 
dairy farmers and just farmers in general, just really awesome upcyclers, recyclers with never letting things go to waste. Mm -hmm. Very true. That is awesome. And as y'all have been on social media now for nine years, and we know there's all kinds of great people, but all kinds of weird people as well. What would you say is one of the most common question that you were asked as a dairy farmer on social media? Um, related to the animals, they're always concerned about, um, mostly the babies, like if they're taken care of well, and that's like easy to debunk because I can just show them with my phone. Like here's the cat burn and here's these healthy, happy babies. Um, one of the other things that's not really related, well, it's kind of related to farming is they wonder if we actually work and it's just, I don't even know how to explain them. Like, yeah, I guess we're just faking it. We go up there for five minutes, get our videos and go home. <laughs> I think one of the, like, what I've like tried to t find humor in is when people are like always, just always talking about the um, red versus green tractor thing all the time. And I'm just like, and now I've like started like playing into it. Cause like even people at the pumpkin patch would call, come up to me and they'd be like, Hey, how are them red tractors? And I'm like, oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> like, what am I even supposed to? It's so like strange to me that it's like getting out of hand. That and, it like, is getting out of I'm hand. I'm like, it's really okay. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I don't That's... understand that. I mean, like, obviously we have equipment too. Well, it's obvious to me. Um, but I don't understand the debate of equipment. It's like it's just too much for me. It's just. It's... Just drive what you want to drive, use what yeah. you want to use, and don't hate other people for doing something different. <laughs> it's like people can't talk about anything else either on every post. Bizarre. Well, yep. at least y'all have created something that people can know you for, even if it's the most random <laughs> thing. I'm like, should I jump up and down when you mention red tractors now? I don't know how to react. You should make a video like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's your next TikTok idea. If it goes viral, you know who to credit. <laughs> oh, man. But... Y'all are very honest and open on social media. So I feel like there's probably not a whole lot left that it's like, hey, we haven't talked about this subject. But for anyone listening who doesn't follow you, who's not involved in ag at all, if you could say one thing or even just a couple things, like an overarching umbrella of what you would really want people to know when they think of farmers, farms, dairy farms, and dairy farmers. Um, I want people to not think of us with like, pitchfork and overalls anymore and see us as like your neighbor because that's what we are like we're just normal people like you and we go out on the town and we have social media like we're not living like it's the 20s over here I kind of wish we were I know <laughs> the 1900s um yeah so I just want people to think of us as that and like we're not scary like you can reach out to us with your questions like I love when people do that like oh I saw this like can you like tell me like what that means and I, I love that instead of just like going and researching some vegan propaganda site and like oh my god I knew they were hiding something just like ask me because we have nothing to hide yep I agree I love that <laughs> I say, that's like a vibe I feel like I try and share on my social too is we're farmers but we're like your friends we're normal mm -hmm. we wear makeup we wear cute clothes we also farm yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
though you gave kind of like a little um, foreshadowing of you guys have some different business ideas and things you want to do with your quote unquote free time. Um, what is next for New York Farm Girls? I know you guys have other pages too. Like Evelyn, you have your own um, ranch at home. Like what's what's next? What should people look out for and go follow? Yeah, I think as um, Claudia and I get older, like we definitely want to start branching off on our own. Obviously, we're going to still post the New York Farm Girls all the time because like I love that side of my life but as you were saying Haley my husband and I just bought a farm so I'm kind of branching off and doing more content on that side of things um because you never know like is the dairy farm going to be around forever we don't know but I know like my house will be in like that area that I live in and the farm so I branched off in that way and so did Claudia she has a truck page (laughs) which I'm trying to encourage her to get posts on more because I feel like any girl that has a track page, it just goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's- I just tell her she needs a sourdough page. Yeah. Okay, that might be next, but I, <laughs> I haven't been able to think. Okay, I have one name that I've thought of, but I think it might drag people away a little. What? It's um, Carbs by Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love I think that. that I, don't, I don't think people are like, oh, I don't want I don't want. Look. I think that's cute. It's yeah. clever. Like so much. That knowledge to share um on the topic claudia got me into and my fiance spends so much time on the sourdough like helpline facebook page (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a um sourdough supporter group so it's like everyone oh i'm on that too yeah (laughs) it's pretty intense yeah um yeah very cool so look out for claudia's sourdough page (laughs) and (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to do that today (laughs) and evelyn's um uh yeah ranch page so we figured we'd do like a little wrap up of rapid fire questions of like a fall this or that that we'll all um, answer. So I guess we'll just go around um, pumpkin patch or apple orchard. Emily Motsky, what's it for you? I'm just an <laughs> apple orchard. Emily? So sorry. <laughs> I don't have any of them near me, but I would pick pumpkin patch because I want to go to Tim's pumpkin patch. <laughs> I would say pumpkin patch. What about you guys? Um, we've never really been to an apple orchard, so <laughs> we'd have to say pumpkin patch. Yeah, pumpkin. Okay, hayride or corn maze? Schmem? Corn maze because that's where I've had all my first kisses, and it's just magical. <laughs> Emily? I'm going to go with a haunted hayride versus a haunted corn maze, just to throw in the spooky element on it. How about you? Going hayride so I don't have to walk. <laughs> I'm the same reason. Hayride. Corn mazes like <laughs> skeeve me out. Like I don't like I don't have fun in them. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I'd rather go on it. Yeah, hayride. Okay. I'm gonna be different than everyone with all my answers. <laughs> uh let's see. Halloween or Thanksgiving, Shmem? Thanksgiving. 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 I love Thanksgiving too. We just had a Thanksgiving dinner for lunch. Oh well, yum. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going with Halloween because we do, it's our last day and we have, we do a lot of fun things Halloween weekend. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Haley, I know you wouldn't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Apple pie or pumpkin pie? Apple pie. I do not like pumpkin pie. Oh man, apple pie, unless it's pumpkin pie cheesecake. Apple pie. I love apple pie. I can't stand pumpkin pie. I can't stand pumpkin anything. I hate it. I'm going to go with apple pie. And that was our best seller at the pumpkin patch. We did apple pie nachos. 
And oh. that was the biggest hit of a lifetime. That was the best. <laughs> okay. Those sound so good. They're so Carved good. pumpkins or painting pumpkins? Mm. Probably painting so I don't have to have to like deal with all the guts. <laughs> I guess carved pumpkins is what I've done more of, so I'm just going to lean towards that. Carve. You can roast the seeds. They're so good. <laughs> I'm going to go with painting. Uh, yeah, I'll do carving. We did a carving pumpkin party the other day, and it was so much fun. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we haven't done this in way too long. <laughs> so cute. Okay, a few more. Uh, watch football or scary movies? Scary movies. <laughs> I love scary movies, but Ruben does not, so I'm going to go with football. Football. I hate, it gives me anxiety. I hate scary movies. <laughs> We're, this is so bad. This is embarrassing. We have been talking about this because Claudia and I don't watch football, but we just picked random teams this year, and Claudia bought, like, socks, and she's like... I'm a Bengals. <laughs> oh, Joe Burrows. Is it because of Joe Burrows? Tell me that's random. Like, everyone says that, and I'm like, I just... I I really just love the Bengals. Like, Go Jets! <laughs> she's a Jets fan. And we're going to have football parties this um, fall, so... Yeah, so football all the way. <laughs> football. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I saw a TikTok and it's like all the girls are like, go Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Like they have- <laughs> Yeah, no. it's a way to piss off the men. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And then favorite candle set. Um, I have one on my stove right now. It's like apple harvesty scent and it's so fresh and I love it. I feel like my favorite scent changes with the season, but one that I can burn year round is a coffee candle. I freaking love <laughs> coffee candle it just makes me feel like i'm living in a coffee house mm-hmm. vanilla caramely like butter pancake ones mm-hmm. pumpkin like okay but like caramel is like all year round too i was gonna say whatever Haley has in her house because <laughs> you guys obsess with candles <laughs> yeah um tobacco leaves are like they are there that is like surprisingly the best candle I'm not like the scent of a man, I feel like. <laughs> I just bought two candles with tobacco scents, so that yeah. tracks. Yeah, manly. they're good. They're manly. Very manly. Okay, and to wrap it up, Shmem has a hot take question that she won't tell us what it is, so go for it, Shmem. Because I know we'll have debate. So today <laughs> is the day after Halloween. Do you guys decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving? Like, you're going to start now or soon, or do you wait until after Thanksgiving? Before. Yeah right now <laughs> right after this podcast <laughs> yeah you guys know my answer i'm balls to the walls christmas right now yeah i feel like i'm i i'm not a huge decorator i just don't feel like going go to spend the money on it but i will decorate probably before thanksgiving depending on how this month goes just because it's like decorating for Thanksgiving. Am I going to put up some leaves and turkey? It's just not as fun as twinkle lights and trees. It's just so nostalgic. Yeah, true. I, once again, I'm the different one. I'm very much, I feel like I need to live in the season. And part of it is because I, like, I'm such a person who goes like way into the future and I'm trying to train myself to live in the moment. And so I'm trying to train myself to live in the season. So I don't decorate until the Friday after Thanksgiving, but I'm debating changing that this year. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, 
Well, I just like the wintertime sadness. I know it's going to come. And I'm like, if I make myself all, my house all cozy and Christmassy, maybe I'll be happier. So I might change it this season, but I don't think so. <laughs> also, I live in Florida and it's hot all the time. So the only way I feel like I'm in seasons is by seasonal food items and by decoration. So that's the only way I can pretend that, oh, it's not 80 degrees outside. It is like 60 today. So it is, you know, chilly. <laughs> nice <laughs> well thank you guys so much for taking the time i know you're both super busy so thank you um i know our listeners are gonna be super excited to hear from you guys so thanks for joining also where can we find you guys on social media you can find us at ny farm girls um on pretty much every platform I love it. about your other pages including like the sourdough page that's going to be starting today Cars by claudia it's not, not like it, but <laughs> you can find me and my husband's page it's stout ridge ranch on instagram facebook facebook and tiktok and mine is 6.7 heaven on tiktok and instagram i don't know facebook yet <laughs> and thank you guys very much for having us we had so much fun today thank you so much that wraps up episode five thanks you guys for listening we're super happy to have um a guest multiple guests on our episode and we're looking forward to more so make sure you like comment subscribe follow leave a review all the things, <laughs> all the things. thank you